an outcome that you want is to grow the profit per each employee that you have within the organization, right? So if my investment in IT is built all around that, every dollar I'm going to spend is going to create more profit per employee. I'm looking at how do I simplify process? How do I automate process? How do I enable productivity? How do I make one person do the job of five, right? Mm -hmm. All of those different things can focus your IT spend and IT investment. The companies of the highest profit per employee have the most mature IT, generally speaking, the most advanced IT, generally speaking, and therefore get the most value when you know, you're getting appraised. Welcome to The Sound of Automation, brought to you by Clayton and McCurvey, CPAs for growth-driven businesses. Welcome to The Sound of Automation. As always, I'm Brian Prozik with Clayton McCurvey, but joining me today is a special guest, uh, Brent Yaks of Aucom. Brent, how are you today? Not too bad. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. No, thanks for coming on. Um, and, and especially given the topic, you know, this is something that uh, it's one of those topics I think everybody knows is important, but not too many people understand it. Uh, and so um, cybersecurity being especially for my clients, they've kind of got to look at it from two sides, right? They're, they're looking at it from their business side where, you know, are we doing everything to protect our business and, and, and that, but then also from the customer side where they're implementing these industrial systems, which are more and more becoming the target of, you know, cyber attacks and things like that. So, um, so I thought it'd be great to have you on and, and share some of your insights. So uh, before we jump into to the questions, you know, just give me a little bit of your background and, and kind of what Alcom does for its clients. Sure, I'd love to. Uh, so my name is Brent Yaks with Alcom Technologies. I'm the CEO. Uh, we specialize in really IT management for small and mid-market organizations. So anything from maybe 20 employees all the way up to about six, 700 employees. Um, my background specifically was in tech. I was a consultant for an uh, enterprise resource planning uh, organization. I did that for a number of years traveling around. And then I moved over into Aucom where I took over with really how do you build successful IT implementations and execute IT projects within organizations. And that's where I've been for about 23 years now. Excellent. Excellent. You know, and, and we could probably, there's, there's so many different directions we could take. Uh, we could take a discussion on cybersecurity and IT. Uh, but the one that is really come up a lot recently with the clients that I'm talking to is, you know, and we've, we've done a few other episodes on this, is this idea of value, right? Mm -hmm. And especially right now, as you're, you're seeing the kind of the silver tsunami, as they talk about the, you know, the, the business owners who are looking to transition out, mm -hmm. um, they're, maybe some of them for the first time are coming into this concept of value and, and are surprised by some of the things that may drive up or drive down the value of their business when they go to sell. Um, and like anything else, IT can have, you know, have that kind of an impact. So, um, you know, when, when the companies you've looked at and, and evaluated their IT and cybersecurity and things like that, you know, what are some of the ways that the business owners might not be thinking about, um, but could negatively impact the value of the business and bring it down? Sure. It's a great question. And, and it is, I think viewed uh, a lot more now by some of the PEs, some of the venture capitalists. When when people are looking at doing M and A, they're starting to look at, um, you know, how are they 
determining what the appropriate value for that organization is going to be. And, and when you talk about the negatives, what we see on that is there's a couple things that I think business owners tend to do, and maybe it's subconsciously, maybe it's conscious, when they're you know looking at exiting a company. One of them is they start to minimize some of the expenses. They want their you know balance sheets to look a little bit better. They want to make it look like they have a little bit more net you know income, and maybe you know they they do generally speaking when they're operating the business. So they start pushing away costs. From a tech perspective, that means they're, you know, not upgrading the systems. They're potentially not, you know, taking on those cap expense uh, expenditures, the new servers, the new workstations, the new desktops, the new networking equipment, so on and so forth. So they're just pushing those back. Well, for us, that you know, it's pretty obvious when that happens, right? You mm-hmm. see a, a productivity hit. Um, you see a little bit of a culture hit from an employee standpoint because everything's pushed off. Um, you know that you're going to have that investment that's going to come up right when you make that transaction. So, say you purchase the business, and now we have this huge capital expenditure I have to do. So, the the PEs and the venture caps and and other businesses looking are smart. You know, and they understand that, and they're going to take that right off the the top line for the business when they evaluate yep. it. So you're going to lose money there. Um, another thing that we're seeing is that when you look at a company that has a mature IT, generally you can identify how advanced they are by how they spend and how they budget for IT. Mm-hmm. So we put it into three categories. One of them is run, uh, which is basically all the expenses in IT that you need to just operate a business. Everybody has them. It's like paying for your email. You don't really have an advantage, but you have to have it. It's a disadvantage if you don't. Right. Then there's sort of the return, which is all the investment that's structured around how can I get more out of this? How can I make it more productive? How can I simplify process? How can I eliminate overhead? Those kind of things. And then you have sort of the R&D side of it. So when you have those three categories of spend, if the vast majority of all of your dollars go into just running Mm -hmm. from your IT budget, that's usually a fairly immature IT. If you have a good ratio of like, say, 60% is in run, um, 30% is in things that give me return, some kind of a a process enhancement, I'm investing in productivity, those kind of things, and maybe 10% R&D, that's a very mature IT budget. Mm -hmm. So just by looking at how that spend is, I can tell you if I'm going to be, um, you know, hit with a ton of expenses when I buy the company or not, um, or they're very mature, they're running well, they're pretty fluid, they're optimized well, and therefore the value is a little bit higher. Yeah, excellent. And, and you know, interesting thing there to me, and, and we see the same thing on the accounting side. Uh, if you're working with a small to midsize uh, business, <clears throat> from the accounting standpoint, usually you've got an office manager who's handling the bookkeeping and HR and some, and maybe even potentially wearing the IT hat as yes. well. So, so folks who aren't necessarily trained in this area and through no fault of their own, they're doing the best they can, but they just don't know what they don't know. And so that's, you know, that's a potential area where, where Ocom, you know, could, can kind of step in and take over that piece of managing the business or help develop that business for them. Uh, so, well, yes, a business owner may look at it and say, oh, this is an additional expense. It's it's coming with, you know, added protection that, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're maintaining your equipment properly. You've got the right cybersecurity, um, you know, softwares and everything in place. But then also it's not going to have that negative impact on your, mm-hmm. um, you know, on your, your business if you go to sell. And right. potentially even, you know, what we've seen is depending on who the buyer is, 
if the buyer already has an IT department, then they know, hey, this expense comes off the bottom line because mm-hmm. I'm just going to roll that under our umbrella and, and makes them even more potentially more attractive as a as an acquisition. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's really about, you know, mitigating risk and creating value. Right? right. So, you know, an organization like us or like you, you know, we come in and we look at what are the high levels of risk and where are they at and how do we eliminate those? And then we look at, you know, ultimately, how do we create performance here? How do we create yep. value here? Yeah. Yeah. We have that. We have that conversation a lot, you know, as you sit down with the owner and, um, you know, I personally, I, I like to, if I can get on as early as possible and you, you're having those conversations, Hey, what's your goal? I mean, is your goal to transition this business to your, your children or something like that, or, or maybe even your employees? Okay. Well then maybe bringing the IT and bring the accounting in house makes sense. Cause you're going to, you're going to grow it and it's going to get bigger and you just want to bring those resources in. Mm-hmm maybe your goal is, hey, I'm going to grow this thing for the next 10 years and then sell it to private equity or a strategic buyer or whatever. Okay, well, then let's keep this thing as skinny as possible. Right. And, and and you go from there. So uh, no, that's, that's excellent. So we, we, we talked about some of the downsides. Let's let's talk about the upside, you know, what are, um, you know, what are a couple ways that you can use IT to increase the value of your business? Yeah. Uh, so uh, going back to sort of that ratio, and, mm-hmm. and we look at it that way because we know that in our model, the run, return, retool kind of model, the more investment you do in that middle category, right, the return ones, those are things that have an established ROI with them. Mm-hmm. So for example, if I um, you know, implement a, um, an automation for certain processes, mm-hmm. and, and because of that, I can have one person do twice the amount of work. So as you scale and as you grow, now you're hiring less people, right? Mm -hmm. So you're creating net income generally by doing that because you've created a ton of productivity and a ton of automation. Um, So we look at that ratio and and if you can get that ratio to a point where you have a lot of investment in those return type things, Mm -hmm. we know that you're creating a ton of future value and future capability, right? So as that business expands, that business will have better profit margins. And that's what we look for, right? So that's the thing that creates tremendous value because when somebody's poised and, and positioned for that, mm-hmm. we know that as they grow, they're going to be way ahead of their competition because in, in an upturn, great, you know, they can, they can expand, they can grow. But even in a downturn, when they control that profit margin, they can start squeezing competitors, right? So that's, that's extremely valuable there. Oh, yeah. Um, so that we look at. Also, we look at profit per employee. So as a company continues to invest in IT, really an outcome that you want is to grow the profit per each employee that you have within the organization, right? So if my investment in IT is built all around that, every dollar I'm going to spend is going to create more profit per employee. I'm looking at how do I simplify process? How do I automate process? How do I enable productivity? How do I make one person do the job of five, right? Mm -hmm. All of those different things can focus your IT spend and IT investment. And if the outcome is I've increased profit per employee, that's a very powerful dynamic, right? So that's a KPI that we always focus on. And we, we look at it across your industry, which companies have higher profit per employee. The companies that have the highest profit per employee have the most mature IT, generally speaking, the most advanced IT, generally speaking, and therefore get the most value when, you know, you're getting appraised. Excellent. You know, and that's, uh, you know, so from kind of shifting back to Acom for a second, uh, can you guys handle that kind of that full scope, right? Because I've seen automation within, you know, finance and accounting arena. I've seen automation within the operations and product development side. 
so you guys are really able to come in and look at that big picture and, and help select the solutions that might be appropriate in, in those different areas. Absolutely. So um, there's a ton of solutions out there, right? <laughs> I like how you say select because um, part of it is just getting through the weeds and finding, you know, what could work and what are the opportunities that you have. Um, another thing is really just what, what do you already have right now that you're not using, right? right. So we do a ton of training, um, just education on here's the tools that you already have. Here's ways in which you can use them to simplify your lives. Mm -hmm. You know, here's how you can get more productivity out of these certain things. And a lot of people are using either their, you know, Google suites or Microsoft suites or whatever, you know, their, their back office tools are, and they're probably using 10% of the capabilities in them already, right? Yep. So how do we get that to 90? And those are just some big steps that you can do without even necessarily buying new things. Yep, exactly. It's, it's funny, you know, the number of conversations I've had with clients about, um, hey, we, we, we want to upgrade from QuickBooks because we've, we feel we've outgrown and we don't know. It's like, well, let's step back. What, what are the problems you're having? And Moving on from QuickBooks may be the right solution, may not. But let's talk about what those issues are. And the number of ones you find out, it's like, oh, well, you just need to configure it this way or you need to set this up, which which really goes back to that other uh, that other point we talked about. When you're working with small to mid-sized businesses, it's a not a skeleton crew, but everybody is wearing multiple hats. You don't have time to research these things and understand every uh, every function within QuickBooks or you know all of the all the capabilities within the Microsoft suite. You know the ones you use: Outlook, Word, Excel, and and you move on from there. Uh, so really, bringing in an expert who, like you said, can look at this thing and say, okay, is it a training issue to to get you up and running? Is it layering in another application because that's uh, you know the the number of Clients I've worked with who are like, oh, but yeah, we use Power BI now. And we're, when we lay that, it's like, okay, it might be the right tool, it might not. But just because it's over here already available to you, let's let's not just go with that one because that's what's there. So yeah, you hit the nail on the head, though. I, it's usually just a resource issue, right? I mean, a small company, you you are doing fifty things. You know? Exactly. There's just not enough time in the day for all these, you know, to solve all these problems. So yep. the quick fixes. Let's just add something. Yep. <laughs> let's add something. <laughs> exactly. So. You know, the and since we were talking about the, the small to mid-sized business owner and some of those things, so if you're sitting across the table from, a, you know, say it's a five or a $10 million a year company, it's got 30, 40 employees and really wants to kind of take their, their business to the next level, what kind of advice do you have for them um, from an IP perspective to really move from this mindset of IT being a cost center, right? Mm -hmm. We got to buy new computers. We got to pay for this subscription um, to really being a creator of value for the organization. Yeah. So there's a couple things that we try to instill in the conversation, you know, with our, with our business owners. Um, one is a lot of times you look at KPIs, key performance indicators in IT, and they're based on technical metrics, right? Mm -hmm. They're based on, you know, how many support calls were there or what was my uptime or, you know, some type of performance around IT. Mm -hmm. What they really need to be doing is setting baselines around business metrics. So what is my, you know, separation rate for my employees? You know, what is my um, ability to attract new talent? What are my profit per employee? Those type things. Um, when you start setting these business metrics as your KPIs, and then tie all of your IT strategy and IT investment into those business metrics. So 
is this investment I'm making in IT helping me attract more employees? Mm -hmm. Is this investment I'm making in IT helping me retain those employees? What is it going to do to culture? What is it going to do to client experience? What is it going to do to my profit margin? What is it going to do to profit per employee? When you start making all the decisions on what you're doing future for the future of your IT environment, mm -hmm. based upon those business metrics, you start converting it from being kind of that cost center, which you're like yeah. just CapEx going to it, it's just dollars are continually yeah. feeding this pipe, into more of a strategic view of IT where you're saying, okay, over time my investments here are yielding this type of return based on these performance metrics for the business that I have, mm -hmm. you start shifting it into that, that the mindset now where I'm going to create value here, I'm gonna create some return on these investments. Yeah. No, and that's, you know, actually something you mentioned earlier, I mean, talking about the, the revenue per employee and using that as kind of a gauge for their, their IT maturity. That's something I'm going to take back because in, in, the, in the automation world, you know, particularly like system integrators, the companies going out and setting up the automation, they're essentially a professional service firm, right? Mm -hmm. So it, they look at revenue per employee all the time, but they're looking at it from a standpoint of, okay, uh, you know, how much work's going out the door, you know, how, how are my employees doing in terms of their utilization, their realization on jobs. Um, but I don't think they're really connecting that dot yet on, hey, what are we doing internally that can make them more efficient to get this done? It's always a, yeah. you know, hiring more people or, or getting those things done. But yeah, really then using that, um, you know, almost in a, in a Six Sigma sense, right? Using using that as your control of, okay, if we're going to implement this new IT system, mm -hmm. we're expecting to see our revenue per employee go up because now they're going to be more efficient in doing these certain things. And so, uh, yeah, as, as you probably well know from your business too, I mean, the the employees in a professional service firm, that's your, those are your, that's your equipment, right? Your utilization of those yep. people, the more you can turn the hour worked into a dollar revenue, the better off you're going to be. Absolutely. And so, uh, so that's a, an interesting take on it. That I, at least I'm going to take away and, and start using with my clients. So, and so. it's sometimes interesting too, just to to do both of those: do the revenue per employee and profit per employee, right? And yeah. look at them both in comparison because you should be able to control the profit per employee by investment, right? But in revenue per employee is productivity, right? So, yep. you know, both of those things are great indicators of, you know, how well your strategy is working. No, oh, that's fantastic. Well, well, Brent, this is, uh, was, was really good for me. I know, uh, kind of preparing for this session and, and, and learning a bit more about, uh, about what you guys do, uh, is, is kind of given me some new ideas of how I can, I can start talking to my clients and hopefully the, the listeners are taking away a few things here that, that can help them in their business. Uh, if, if somebody, heard something you said or, or was perhaps interested in talking to Alcom about, you know, coming in and evaluating their IT processes and seeing if there's a way to, to improve things. What's what's the best way for folks to get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously you can hit our website. It's awcom.com. That's A-W-E-C-O-M-M.com. You can hit me directly on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. just Brent Yaks. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. Um, you can find me anywhere. <laughs> um, you can also hit our, um, we have a, a group email, hello at awcom.com. That's a great way to get me and my entire team. Awesome. Well, Brent, thanks uh, for coming in today. Thanks for the time. And uh, yeah, we'll keep the conversation going. Great. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to like us, subscribe, and share on social. To learn more about Clayton and McCurvy, visit us at ClaytonMcCurvy.com. That's C-L-A-Y-T-O-N-M-C-K-E-R-V-E-Y.com. We thrive on finding the solutions for you.